Last night, I couldn't sleep. My thoughts were unsettled. My Bible fell open to the book of Ezra and Nehemiah. These minor prophet books of the Holy Bible tell an interesting story that, oddly enough, align in some respects to this time in our nation's history. Beginning in 605 BCE, Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar besieged and conquered the nation of Israel, eventually decimating the city of Jerusalem, leveling Solomon's temple, and carrying off as many as 25% of the Jewish population. In the time of Ezra, the book reads, Persian king Cyrus's heart was moved, causing the king to issue a command that the Israelites be allowed to return to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. He provided the means and permission for this to occur. Reconstruction of the temple and city occurred from 536 to 515 BCE. The story of the laying of the temple foundation and the rebuilding of the city wall in 52 days is a sordid tale, reflecting man's worst impulses of pride, desire for power, fear-mongering, and intimidation. As the prophet leaders directed the Jews to work diligently to rebuild the temple and the city wall, the Persian bureaucrats in Jerusalem, quote, set out to discourage the people of Judah and make them afraid to go on building. The bureaucrats hired counselors to work against them and frustrate their plans during the entire reign of King Cyrus of Persia and down to the reign of Darius, king of Persia. What struck me most in these prophetic history books was Ezra's and Nehemiah's continued emphasis on humility, repentance, and recentering of Israel's focus and purpose before they could achieve success in their rebuilding efforts. Ezra went so far as to require the Jews to put away their foreign wives and their children to maintain the purity of their faith and purpose. As you can imagine, this was no small requirement. Those under the requirement provided excuses and reasons for slowing down the process of separation, but it was eventually completed. The Jews who laid the temple foundations and rebuilt the wall worked in family groups, each doing his section of the wall. The passage even mentions the daughters of some patriarchs helping with the rebuilding, the original Rosies, I suppose. At one point, the bureaucrats plotted to kill the workers, so the builders had to build with a sword in one hand and trowel in the other. In spite of fierce opposition and threats to personal safety, the remnant built the wall in only 52 days. The book says the workers did not even take time to remove their clothes at night. They carried their weapons even when fetching water. Nehemiah 4.23 God rewarded the efforts of the Jews because they placed themselves under his absolute authority. When the prophet leaders required the people to confess sin, follow the law, and put away their foreign wives and idols, they did it. In return, God protected their work, and they built the wall to accomplish God's purpose and for his honor and glory.
I urge you to read these two history books to see the process the remnant of Israel followed to achieve God's purpose in creating a fortified city that would not fall to foreign invaders. Some modern-day prophets have drawn similarities to this story in some modern-day public figures and groups. I will leave that to your understanding. I end this reflection with this verse of encouragement from Nehemiah 4, verse 14, to the people of Israel. Do not be afraid of the bureaucrat plotters. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your homes. Amen.